I don't know. You could tell me that's a missile. You could tell me that's a woozy. That's a wazzy. It's a fugazi. You could tell me all of that. But there's some things that just don't add up. find things online that say that they were said by people and it was never said by them mm-hmm. I know the quote right they say that it was said by John Mayer <laughs> that quote was not said by John Mayer bro dude that shit says Joyce Meyer not John Mayer <laughs> guys want to look into that even more but she's saying that she knows that we have a treaty with the aliens all right so that might be a missile people in the forest might have been in on it (laughs) blah 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 there's always going to be people on the other side of the scale but this person is saying great granddaughter of a fucking president that she knows that we made a treaty with the aliens why is the great granddaughter of a president special Motherfucking week. We're back in your nightmares. I think we are close to halfway through the season. I don't know how many episodes we're doing this season, actually. We usually do, what is it, like 15? Something like that? Yep. Even though last last season we hit him with a Houdini. Yeah. <laughs> well, we came back strong. Keep him guessing. Keep him guessing. guessing. This is episode six. You know what I'm going to say? LeBron James, Miami Heat. That's right. Your weird little. Uh, Sports reference to help you remember numbers. It's foolproof. Yeah. <laughs> How you doing, brother? I'm doing good, man. Doing freaking good. Today is Valentine's Day. Oh, that's right. El Dia de Amor. Trigger music. <laughs> Cue the violin. Yeah, that's right. So um, when people hear this, Valentine's will actually be long gone. Long gone. <laughs> but we are recording on Valentine's Day. I definitely know that you caught this. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers parade where Tom Brady tosses the Lam- the Lamboni trophy from one boat to another. You know, actually, I didn't catch that until, but I know about it. But I only know about it because I was looking up some Florida woman stories. Uh. And believe it or not, I'm going to tell <laughs> this is not our Florida story for the day. But because you brought it up, some woman from uh, Fort Myers So this is how, ladies and gentlemen, this is how privileged Americans think they are. Yeah, what's your beef with Americans, Cynic? Hold on, but let me... me It was all a joke at first. No, it it was never a joke. (laughs) (laughs) This woman says she feels insulted by the fact that Tom Brady threw that trophy, you know, from his float to to another float. Because apparently her dad, her father 
was a master silversmith and he was the person who created the very first Lombardi trophy. And so for her and her family, the Lombardi trophy is this, you know, super special yeah. idol or whatever, yeah, right? Yeah. And the fact that he threw that, as she described it, as if it was a real football, really offended her. So much so that she wants an apology from Tom Brady for disrespecting the trophy. Now, I know you're going to come back and say she has a point. But for everyone else, <laughs> this is how bad it's gotten. I actually wasn't going to say that. First thing I was going to say <laughs> is that it was an underhand throw, so it wasn't a football throw. We know that she doesn't want sports. And second of all, he was tipsy off tequila, man. The guy was feeling it, you know. And he has seven, and, and we're gonna and we're gonna move on from this because I know that you're you're dying inside right now. He has seven championships. He has seven of these things. You think this guy's worried about? Because I was like, man, if that shit falls in the water, who the fuck's gonna go get it? He doesn't care, you know. <laughs> and at the end of the day, he's Tom Brady. He knows that he's not gonna underthrow it. Best quarterback in the world. So we know that it's going to get there. And then he has the best receivers in the world catching it. And you know what? It wasn't even fumbled. It wasn't like, oh, oh. It was clean as hell, man. So she can go fly a freaking kite. I knew people were going to be offended by that. But I, I love it. I love it because it worked out. Right? If it, if it fucking falls in the water, then it's a different story. But, again, you're not having Jake, the third grade teacher, toss it from boat to boat. You're having Tom Brady, a world-class athlete. And the underhand throw... Threw like a football, not even close. The underhand throw was immaculate and got there. But moving on, Cynic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just to end, just to end that though, because yeah, yeah, yeah. when I read this, it was so like, are you? Fucking but I get what you're saying right is now? that everybody has something to say about something. Everybody has to be offended about something. Her dad was a master silversmith, supposedly the first to design it. I'm not going to debate that or not. Regardless, why the fuck do you feel like you have something to say? Exactly. Why does everybody have to complain about something? I mean, maybe this was no. Maybe this is like it would. It would have happened anyway. In any case, but the fact that she's on the news, that the news is reporting this, giving her a platform, is the reason why people think that everyone gives a shit about their opinions. <laughs> she says, "I personally would like an apology, not just to me and my family and the other silversmiths, but to the fans." And the football fans of the other team's players. People always want to make it about them, bro. You know what I mean? And I understand that there is a connection there because her pops was the one to design it. I get it. But nobody talks about your father when they're talking about the Lombardi trophy. <laughs> they never one that. brought up that silversmith. And a special thank you to the person who designed it. Nobody's ever said that. But you want to you want to put yourself in there because you want to feel important. All right, moving on. Moving on. That took more time than it should have. We gave her a little platform here. We might have to cut her out. We just have to cut snip, that out. Snip. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I heard about this, uh, the Super Bowl win. How did I find out about it? I think it was because of how everyone was celebrating. It was something related to Corona <laughs> and how everyone was acting a fool. I saw that a news report about it. That's how I found out that uh, Tampa, Tampa won. Yeah. What did you expect? You know, it could have been any city, man. Any city has their football team in that situation and they're going to be cutting up you know let these people celebrate something and here's my thing at your own risk right you know the fucking risk you're taking you know what's out there if you want to go out there and cut up and then you know you you roll the dice but you know these people have been locked in enough let them let them celebrate something that's the beautiful it's the beautiful thing about sports cynic it brings us together man right so even a corona pandemic what else is on the agenda <laughs> I got Florida, man, and this dude is a real gem. Talk about a POS. 
I'm going to tell you this. This dude is from Volusia County. And the headline is, Man Steals Rings from One Girlfriend to Propose to Another in Orlando. I think I know that guy. (laughs) Deputies say Joseph L. Davis, 48, who went by Joe Brown with one girlfriend (laughs) and Marcus Brown with the other, is now wanted on a felony charge of grand theft. Both women say they met him on the dating app OkCupid in 2015 and 2016. Deputies say the Orange City woman came to them after finding out Davis was engaged to another woman and discovering that he had stolen rings from her that belonged to her grandmother. Oh, you dirty rat bastard. When she looked up her fiancé's Facebook page, she noticed a photo of her wearing a wedding band and engagement ring that was identical to her own. So when one of the women looked up the dude's Facebook page, she found that there was a photo of him and apparently his fiance, and she noticed that his fiance was wearing a wedding band and an engagement ring that looked identical to her own from a previous marriage. Yeah, so she she wasn't married to this dude. They were apparently dating, um, but she had been married before, and based on and from that marriage, she had her wedding ring, but she had them put away. Okay, so the woman contacted the fiance. Remember, she's checking on Facebook and she finds, oh, this dude has a fiance. And she look, and he, she seems to be wearing the same rings that I have. So she contacts his fiance and ends up getting some of her stuff back. And then they both um, end up going to the police. So the one from Orlando describes how Brown fooled her, even taking her to the house of the girl from, or- from, from Orange City. Can you follow? I don't know. Even I'm getting lost here. Let me see if I can make. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I should stop using these stories. But okay. So the one woman lives in Orange City. The other one, the fiance, lives in um, Orlando. Okay? Okay. So once they get in touch, then they realize that this dude had told one of them to come over to his quote house invited him her over to his house but that house ended up being the house of his other girlfriend who happened to be out at work that day he then proceeds to even get this woman this the second girlfriend he tries to get her to move in with him he tries to convince her that he should move in she should move in with him into this home which doesn't belong to him right which doesn't belong to him. It belongs to his girlfriend who's at work. <laughs> so, the long story short, the woman gets all excited. She starts packing up. She's getting ready to move. And then he tells her, oh, it fell through. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, we should we should create a new segment called Dirtbag of the Week. And we should have... I have a dirtbag story that I want to share after this of a, of a personal friend. I'm not going to say his name. But let's finish. Let's finish your your Florida man, bro. Like this shit is insane. This guy's name was Jackie Brown. You telling me? I'll tell you right now. He goes by either Joe Brown or Marcus Brown. And there's a warrant out for his arrest for I don't know grand theft or whatever, because he took not only the rings, he apparently stole a laptop, and right now he's you know on the run. <laughs> I mean, how how much of a dirtbag can dirt you bag be? Dirtbag Jones is the segment. That's what we're gonna call it. And beyond being a dirtbag, the dude is an let idiot me, as well. Like, what? They, where? How do you think that was gonna end? Personal story, my friend. All 
right? And I know these these friends don't listen to the podcast, so they're not going to hear this. All right? Dirtbag of, <laughs> Dirt of the week. So I have two friends that date each other. Super toxic relationship. This shit is not healthy. I fucking pray for them, but it is what it is, bro. Like, you know, you can't you can't get into it. Even though you wish it, it it's 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 painful in a way because you see them both both hurting so much, you know, and you want to try to help, but there's only so much you can do. Hmm. So the guy in this equation is going out with this girl, with which which is my friend as well, right? They're dating. Mm-hmm. Dating. She rents a room at the Hard Rock. She tells him, oh, honey, you know, I can't wait for this weekend. You know, we're going to have so much fun, this, that, and the other, right? Now, this guy has been double dipping, right? He's been... You know what I mean? A little bit of this, a little bit of that. So then he goes and he texts one of his girls that he's been macking to on the side and says, yo, I got a room at the Hard Rock. Come through, baby. No. When he is, he's the one. Remember, she's the one renting the room. He's sending it to another girl saying, yo, come through. I'm at the Hard Rock. Dirtbag Jones. Come on, people. We got to be better, man. What? How was that supposed to work? I mean, I guess he was going to try to play it in in a sense where... If she stepped out for a bit, or he would have been like a fell through, like this fucking asshole did, you know? <laughs> Just the front. Oh my gosh. Wow. And this is somebody I know personally. So, and this is a Florida story. So, this is a personal account of a Florida man story. But I will leave the name out of it because I'm a real one. Oh, let me tell you how she found we'll out. Post it on Instagram. He, so <laughs> he left his phone in her car. When he gets home, because he was driving her car, another, another move. He's pushing her whip, Dirtbag Jones. <laughs> So he pulls up in her car, right? He gets home. She's, you know, bitching at him or whatever because he's been gone for X amount of hours. Dirtbag Jones. Then he, he gets her. He stumbles in. He's like, oh, shit, my phone. And he's like, oh, I got to go get it. So he jumps in his car now to the and he goes back to the place that he was at. He doesn't know that he left his phone in her car. Mm-hmm. So then when she goes into her car, she finds his phone and she sees all everything and that's how she found out that he sent the pictures to that girl saying yo i'm at the rock baby come through (laughs) what an ass hat so are they still together of course they are (laughs) of course they are (laughs) why wouldn't they be it's a miami relationship toxicity is the name of the game toxicity of my city of my city Sorry. System of a down, man. Sh- I remember that. I remember that. All right, man. Moving right along here, Cynic. We're going to get into that fun fact of facts of fun. Cue that motherfucking music. It's so funny because... That's not the fucking tune at all, the one that we sing. <laughs> well, we always sing the same tune. Because I think we sing like, right. it's like a game show tune that we that we sing. You're you right. Know? You're right. But I love it. It's fucking, it's amazing. All right. So, fun fact is, members of the United States Air Force have reported seeing a spaceship. Oh, yeah. This is about UFO, Cynic. <laughs> We've arrived, my friend. Do, 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 in 1980, members of the U.S. Air Force stationed just outside of London reported seeing a series of strange lights coming from a nearby forest. According to the BBC, a few of the servicemen reported coming across what they at first assumed was a downed aircraft in the forest. Upon getting closer, they discovered that it was an otherworldly craft that emitted light beams reaching across the forest. 
In the days that followed, many other Air Force officers came forward to corroborate these claims, stating that the glow from this mysterious aircraft had put on an impressive light show for hours, without any clear signs that the lights could have came from another source, ever since this area just outside of London has become known as the Roswell of England. And the reason I bring up that fun fact there, my guy Cynic, is because we're talking about UFOs today, UFOs. And if you think we're alone, you're in the fucking weeds. Ooh. Is it all a figment of their imagination? Did they take special shrooms while they were in the forest and they all saw the same trip? I don't think so, man. And these are this is like an actual factual account from people that were you're in, in your branch of service, distinguished men of the Air Force. Yeah. That shit should make you feel funny. Well. Here we go. Well, <laughs> first of all, I should... <laughs> so... That's the Rendlesham Forest, the famous Rendlesham Forest incident. I'm very familiar with it. You're familiar with that. I, I picked am. a good one. Picked a good because one. Because I used to be a UFO nut back in the day. Mm. Yeah. It's an interesting story. What I wanted to say is we tend to give more weight to certain people who are in certain fields, you know, or have certain types of jobs or whatever. Right. Because they're in in jobs where we sort of by default have more respect for yeah, or, or we think that you know these are serious people that you know only serious people can do such a job so you know if a pilot reports something they're not going to just be you know that's kind of the way we tend to view reports from such people mm-hmm. what i would say and we're going to get into this a little deeper after my um, florida man story but I would say, remember some of the people who demonstrated and attacked the Capitol. There were also military members in there. There were also former Air Force people in there. So let's not give them carte blanche, is all I'm saying. Let's not assume that they are, you know, 100% witnesses of anything so because, <laughs> because they're people in the end, at the end of the day just like the rest of us. So you're saying that hypothetically they could have been like, all right, guys, they huddled up. We're going to create some bullshit story that we saw a ship out here and we're all going to take this shit to the grave. <laughs> I'm not saying Technically, that, that could have happened because that's the only way yeah. that I see that happening and them purposely misleading us is that they if they purposely go out and they all agree that they're going to go with a story and there's nobody there to say that it wasn't because it was just them there and we got to kind of take their word for it. That's the only way that I can, and, and I'm not saying that's not possible, don't get me wrong, but that's the only mm-hmm. way that I can put two and two together that that, that can, you know, be a story that, that we're talking about now because if everybody is is saying so, then either they're all in on it or they all saw it. Those are the two options. Yeah, the, the thing is that you're right, but the thing is with this story in particular, like they say the devil's in the details, mm-hmm. right? This is not a story where a UFO landed in the middle of the base and everyone saw it, right? This thing, whatever it was, landed in some in a, in a forest at night and there were a handful of people who saw some lights and there was even less people i think maybe two who claimed to have actually seen the craft itself right so which is different than what we might assume that oh this thing landed on the base everybody saw it everyone caught it, it wasn't like that we have to then go from all these people quote are in on it to maybe one or two people either 
misinterpreted or maybe they you can go as far as to say they were on, in on it but either way we're talking now about one or two people as opposed to you know a base full of people who are all in the side you know in a conspiracy mm -hmm. so yeah i don't know either what the hell it was it was more than two people right i well i'm talking about the ones who say that they actually saw the craft i think it was only two people oh okay. I, i would have to look into it but there was more than two people who saw lights yes But there was only, for some reason, I remember one, but there may have been a second. Um, and I know that they were in contact by radio as well. The, the, dude, the dude who actually, there's one dude who said he touched the thing. Okay? So this is the dude who's the most. Well, he's bullshit. Say, he's bullshit. He's bull there's no way that you're going <laughs> to touch an alien freaking spacecraft and your fingers not disintegrate. I said, me and that. These are, <laughs> these are, I think they were military police, yeah? The lights were seen from wherever, so these guys go and try to, um, they go investigate and they try to find it. And at the end, like like I said, one, max, I think, two people. Bro, what if what if they said, this is this is our claim to fame? We're going to create this fucking story and we're going to be the people that saw this spaceship in the forest. I guess what I'm saying is that on on, on the surface, sometimes these stories sound like, They say they sound super believable, but then when you look into the, the details as they're reported, right? At the end of the day, we're always looking at information that someone else is reporting. But at, but then when you look into the details, you realize, okay, it wasn't quite how the headline made it sound. You know, <laughs> everybody jumped on board and we went for a flight. No, come on. <laughs> they cooked the s'mores and read the stories. <laughs> Aliens eat s'mores? Well, thanks for killing that for me, man. Even if that one isolated story has its flaws, I just think that when you look at it as a whole, there's way too many things. Bro, there's no way in this fucking universe that we're alone. Like, there's no way that we are the only intelligent life form out there. Like, just sit there and think about it for one second. Are we that special? Hmm. We're just a speck, dude. We're just a speck. If 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 you see a blanket spread out, just a rectangular blanket, we're one fucking thread count on the bottom right-hand side. To put into perspective, and although mm -hmm. we're so used to just being consumed with our bubble and everything that we know and comprehend is, is what we see from the town that we live in that we never leave in some cases to the job that we're comfortable at and we never leave because we make the coffee and, you know, I'm special. They're never going to fire me, so I'll just stay here even though I know there's better for me out there. We're just so used to being in this fucking comfort zone that we don't want to fathom there being something else out there and we don't want to think that we're any less important because if we admit that there's something else out there then i don't feel this way but i know certain people will be like well then maybe we're not that special and it doesn't mean that even if that one story has holes i'm just saying overall we gotta we gotta sit here and think people <laughs> well you know how i feel about it it's like we is if i use exactly the point that you're making about how big the universe is I don't know. I'm kind of two of two minds about it. Like on the one hand, it is so big that we really can't fathom how big it is, and it's also so old we can't fathom how old it is. So, sure, it's totally possible that there is, or maybe that there even was, you know, civilizations previous to us. But it's this: the universe is so big that it's also understandable if someone says. Maybe there is some intelligent life out there or life that's more intelligent than us. Even if there is, it's also just as likely that they're so far away 
that they would not reach us probably before our civilization goes extinct because the distances are that vast. They're that far. So what I'm saying is, is it possible? There's total, of course, it's possible. Maybe there is. Uh, there are aliens in the next galaxy over, even though there's been no proof in the sense of there's been, there have been no detections of any artificial, right? Anything artificial. But it's also just as likely that, that if they are, if they did evolve, evolve, that they could be so far away that the, we would never even know. We would never meet, right? And it's also just as likely that there was some civilization before us here and we just never know because it's been, it's so, this planet is so old. So the chances that this tiny little blue dot in the middle of this vast ocean of uh, that we call a universe that we're getting visited because we're special <laughs> apparently i don't know you can also see it the other way like that's kind of far-fetched i hear you i understand i think though that if we're thinking about things on that scale i don't think distance comes into play what is distance what is time yeah i mean if they have sufficient enough technology maybe distance doesn't matter that's a big if. We don't know. We're just really assuming and then assuming based on more, more assumptions, based on assumptions. Of the assumptions of the assumptions. Two trillion galaxies are in the universe. I mean, and and we and you you say that, right? And it's like, oh, galaxies, okay. But what is a galaxy? These 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 sizes of the sizes of these things are just they're too much. They're too much to really grasp. It's it's immense. So think about two trillion and that's what we think. That's, that's an You're estimate of what right. we think, right? You're absolutely right. That shit might be fucking four trillion. I just saw an article recently. I didn't. Uh, I just saw a headline of it. I didn't look into it. It was saying something about that they just found the furthest most potentially habitable planet. I think is what how they described it. So they found planets already that they say they. I think they they count it as potentially habitable if it's in this sort of in in kind of a Goldilocks zone, yep. kind of like we are. So temperature wise and all that, like how far mm-hmm. it is from the sun. Well, I, I, the article was saying that they just found the furthest. It's some it's some ridiculous distance away. Again, it's like we would never get there. Our ancestors would never get there. I mean, I'm not even sure how the hell they know what they found there, but. You know, scientists, they they have their ways of proving their theories. So we have to assume that uh, that they're right. So let's get into this, Cynic. Mm-hmm. We got some UFOs on the docket today. There's a video that I sent you that I will post on our social media. I'm not going to tell you to go because I don't care at this point. If you go, you go. If you don't, <laughs> fuck you. All right. So there's a video that you're going to be able to see there of a UFO, unidentified flying object. Again, remember the definition of that. Don't think UFO is alien. UFO is something that they can't they can't identify that and say that's a plane. We don't know what that is, so that is a UFO, right? That's a very important point. That's an important point because we always correlate UFO with the guys with the big head and the and, and the and the big eyes. So there's something in the sky and there's this light beaming in the sky and then it starts dimming a bit and it's a foggy day, of course, right? Like it's not a clear day out. It's super fucking cloudy, super hazy. Think of a day in <laughs> sorry to say this. Think of an over day in Berlin. <laughs> overcast you know just gray out so it's the the visibility isn't good you see this thing through the clouds and people are like you can hear people recording or whatever and then all of a sudden boom the light goes away now a story then came out after that saying that you know i believe the navy admitted that that they were testing a missile out 
and that that wasn't a UFO. Right. It was a missile. And my thing is that why are they working so hard to lie to us? That's what makes me more intrigued. <laughs> why do you think they're lying? Bro, missile has headlights. This thing wasn't, it well, wasn't projecting. <laughs> I understand if it's something that's doing this, Cynic. And I know the guys can't see me, so I'm basically moving my finger from bottom right of the screen to top left of the screen. And it has a trajectory and it's moving. I understand that. This thing is stagnant. This thing is floating in air. It's not moving. So how are you going to tell me that's a missile? Well, I mean, it would look like it's not moving if it's going away from you. Get the fuck out of here. As opposed to left to right. So then somebody would have had an angle of it of it moving. Everybody had the same angle. If 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 you're saying, yeah, you're right. If if it's if it's going in the direction that I'm looking at, it'll get smaller, right? It'll dim. It it'll get smaller. It didn't mm-hmm. do that. It stayed its color and then it was gone. You're gonna tell me it was a missile? Now you're insulting my intelligence. Now I'm offended. <laughs> Guys, go on social media and take a look at the video and decide for yourselves. So here's the thing. Oh, here's my thing. When I saw that video, and, and and this is interesting because maybe it really depends on what perspective you have going in or, or like kind of what your beliefs are going in. Because when you saw it, you immediately thought uh, in one direction. When I saw it, I apparently thought in a completely different direction, right? I didn't even, to me, it, the idea of headlights, you know, and, and after you said that, when I looked at it again, then I realized why you said that. But when I first saw it, I, di- I didn't even think it was headlights. To me, it looked like uh, a, a missile going through foggy clouds. So the light is diffuse and it makes it look like, you know, uh, this uh, cone shaped whatever. But because of the fog, you but can't take a see look it. at the light. It's not. And I don't mean headlights like headlights on a car, you know, because obviously they don't need to turn anything on. If they're there, they can just, you know, choose a cloudy day. We don't even know they're there. You looking at the video again, you do you still think I'm trying to find it right now through my WhatsApp. Actually, let's look at it together. Let's go. This is a podcast. You could you could toggle on your phone, toggle on your phone. Let's All go. Right. You see I it? see it. You I don't think you'll have the audio. You want the audio? Oh, I actually have it on my phone too. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that's that's good. So this is someone apparently filming from their balcony. looks like a balcony. And super raro. Oh, it's so extraño. This thing looks like it's going away from them. I'll be honest with you. So now that I look at it, it looks like it's going into the clouds higher up because the light is getting dimmer, and the light is almost un- un- invisible, like you can't see it anymore. To me, the 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 explanation that this is a rocket or a missile, whatever they said, is totally plausible. At least according to this video. I don't know, man, but look how it look how fast it disappears though, man. But it's a rocket. It's fast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Put me in a straight jacket then, bro. Put me in a freaking straight jacket. There's this president which I actually Oh god. From some <laughs> from some obscure African country or what who is this guy? <laughs> uh, no, President of the United States. Hold on. No, it was actually President I- Eisenhower. Hoax. And his great-granddaughter says that he made a treaty with the aliens. And the swap was, you give us technology and we'll allow you to experiment on us. There's actually a documentary on this. I believe it's on Hulu, if I'm not mistaken. Um, So you guys want to look into that even more. But she's saying that she knows that we have a treaty with the aliens. All right, so that might be a missile. 
people in the forest might have been in on it. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. There's always going to be people on the other side of the scale. But this person is saying great-granddaughter of a fucking president that she knows that we made a treaty with the aliens. Why is the great-granddaughter of a president special? So she's saying that I know because that dude was related to me and the stories that have been passed down, I can attest to this. Nah, son. Nah. Come on, son. Nah. You don't think, all right, all right. The fact that she's a great-granddaughter of Eisenhower just means Give me my aluminum she's a great-granddaughter of Eisenhower. That's No, nah, no, nah, but come on. You got to, like, there's more in the context. Like, you have to... I'm not doing the documentary justice. I'm just hitting the key points. But she's not a nut. She's like a regular lady. Like, but the thing is, you can't. No, you can't. You can't, bro. I understand what you're doing, <laughs> but in this case, that doesn't. Yo, who is this lady though? This is the great granddaughter of a president. You know what? Even but even that, if but she that, still has a president <laughs> in her family, cynic. That's not a regular that person. Mean anything. You're gonna tell me that? that you're gonna mean tell anything. me that Obama's great granddaughter is not gonna still be like, yo? People are gonna be like, yo, that's Obama's great granddaughter. They're, they're, yeah, and why that does that matter? That's your it's personal like when, it's choice, like, though. You need to get that out of here. No, 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 no. Yeah. Look, right now you have Martin Luther King Jr.'s great-granddaughter, I think it is. Yeah, she recently... Oh, she on crack. Now what was it that she... <laughs> <laughs> she on the pipe down. You talking about little Ray Ray from Ronald? She on the pipe down. <laughs> she was recently on because I think it was something to do with the inauguration, bro. I can't remember exactly. But every so often, she's in the news because she's got some opinion. And because she's his great-granddaughter or whatever... They, they, you know, they give her airtime and everybody is like in awe because she's his great granddaughter. These people have done nothing. They're just genetically related. A, They're just I genetically you related. It, that's an opinion. This is that's not the case. No, 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 no. They it's a fact that they're only no, no, genetically no, 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 no. related. She's sharing her opinion on something, and that's what frustrates you. You know, yeah, they may have the same blood, but who the fuck are you? I get that. But this is not an opinion, though, is what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but what I'm saying is why is the fact that she says it, why does that hold so much weight for you? Because she's related to Eisenhower? You know that the families of the presidents are not privy to most of the confidential and top secret stuff, probably not privy to any of it, um, that the presidents... Well, I'm, I'm um, so happy to hear that, considering our former president. <laughs> Moving on. So, so I, I get where you're coming from. My question is just like, it doesn't really matter that they're related in in terms of why she should have more weight. You know, her opinion should have more weight than someone else's. Of course, she's using that, mm -hmm. her name, to, to put that out there because she knows people are going to listen. But honestly, I don't think she knows a fucking thing about aliens. Why should she? Like, I would, I would sooner believe if she were still alive, Eisenhower's wife... If she were to say, you know, we had some pretty tense discussions or pretty, you know, whatever discussions and where, where he intimated certain things, that would be much more believable. But this this girl or this woman is a great granddaughter. That That's it. For me, no wait. Let me just read a small excerpt here. All right. Hit it. On the 21st of February, 1954, President Dwight Eisenhower signed the Greta or Greta Treaty. After a meeting with the alien greys, Eisenhower had three meetings with the extraterrestrial races following the first contact meeting. Now, almost 64 years later, the former president's great-granddaughter, Laura Eisenhower, is coming to Australia to share more of the fascinating story. 
The Great Treaty is signed every 10 years, and the way in which it impacts upon the world and humanity is shocking. Lauren Eisenhower will be traveling to Uluru, where she will be fulfilling a long-held dream of opening the 13th Stargate. Sorry, that's that's not important there. It gets it gets chopped. <laughs> no, 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 no. I think it's I think it's all great right, that you right. kept reading Laura that. Laura Eisenhower will be traveling to Uru, where she will be fulfilling a long-held dream of opening the 13th Stargate because she's a huge fan of aliens. Stargate at Cosmic Conscience Conference, and also appearing at the Close Encounters Conference of Coffs Harbor. Look, man, this, I, I, you know, I was going to ask you when you were reading it to tell me where it came from. And then I saw that you sent me the link. So I have it open uh, before I even look up this source, medianet.com.au. This is legit. There's a documentary on it. Tell you it's a Hulu. No, that, I mean, that's fine. Documentaries can be just as freaking nutty as websites. <laughs> but when you read the rest of it, I think that keyed, keyed us in on where this is coming from the kind of person we're talking but even about if here, it is right? even if she is going to speak at this conference that doesn't necessarily debunk her story maybe she's going because there's a connection you know from the outside it's like oh like why would she even go there but maybe she's going because she believes there's a connection and there's too much detail there was three meetings the treaty signed every 10 years the alien grades which are the species mm-hmm. it's a lot of detail there man i don't I don't know. You could tell me that's a missile. You could tell me that's a woozy. That's a wazi. It's a fugazi. You could tell me all of that. But there's some things that just don't add up. Let me just leave it, at, or at least for me, my last point on this topic is, or this story yeah. is, you read it, right? You said, because it's not, like you said, just the fact that she's going to that conference doesn't mean she's she's nut of butters. That's true. Doesn't look good. I get you. Doesn't look good. But, but let me read you the one sentence again. Laura Eisenhower will be traveling to Uluru, where she will be fulfilling a long-held dream of opening the 13th Stargate at the Cosmic Consciousness Conference. It's her lifelong dream to open the 13th Stargate. But maybe that's her lifelong dream because this has always been part of her life. <laughs> the fuck ah. is the 13th Stargate? Ooh. What is the 13th Stargate? I don't know. It sounds cool, though. Yeah. Look, I want to believe. It, no, here's I do. Cynic. 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 But I can't have nut about We are a speck. I think people are afraid to admit that we're not that alpha, alpha, alpha. I think people are really? afraid to admit I mean, that, yeah, man. maybe there are some. Another thing that bothers me about this, remember I told you earlier in the show that I was a UFO nut back in the yeah, day. Yeah, I'm a little disappointed. Well, you know, I am too. <laughs> it's exactly why I'm a skeptic now, because I have became so disappointed by the same old BS stories and videos and photographs. Because, okay, I mean, we have every, practically everybody at this point, every, from teenager up, is a an owner of a cell phone, okay? Mm-hmm. A mobile phone. That means that practically wherever you go, wherever you are in the world, whatever you're doing, you have your, most people have their phones on them and can take photographs of things. Also, consider we have, people don't think about this, but aside from sort of the professional astronomers, we have a lot of amateur astronomers also that are always looking up at the skies and looking at planets and doing whatever. So since however many years or decades now, we still have failed to come up with a clean, very sort of non-BS image or video or whatever of these things it's always some 
thing that leaves a big question mark about what it could be. Always. It's, Even it's now. they're smarter than us and they're not going to give us anything solid. I knew you were going to say that. I knew they're you were going to say that. They're not going to give us anything solid. <laughs> they're just going to toy with us. <laughs> they're going to play with a cynic. They're playing with a cynic. At the risk of me confirming your point, I will say there is a story out there that does strike, like, does pique my interest. And that's the one from the Navy fighter pilots. Have you seen that video? I'm glad we got here. The Navy fighter pilots have video. We're going to make the assumption that that video is legit. All we know is that it's it looks like it's from an aircraft and it's freaking black and white. There's a video... Um, I think there might be a couple from their like heads up display in their jet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can see that they're tracking something. You can also hear the audio yeah? and they're tracking something. And the thing is moving across sort of their, uh, their camera there. And based on, you know, the distance and how fast this thing moves from A to B, they can sort of calculate how fast this thing must be physically moving. And it was moving apparently at at some ridiculous speed that no human-made um, machine could have done. And they were tracking it and trying to find it and trying to understand what it was And until eventually, I guess, it just disappeared. That is an interesting story. I will give that. I will, I will admit that. And a textbook case for a UFO, right? Because they don't know what it is. But like you said, it doesn't mean it's alien. We, we don't... It could be... It could be... I'm not even going to say what it could be because I know I can already see your face. You're, Tell me. You're going to be like, come Tell on. Tell me what it is. I want to know. I, I always want to know the other side of the coin. I always want to I don't know. know what it could be. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying. Get the fuck out of here. I know your face. I see your face. You don't know see it. How about, how, how about them infiltrating us? You know, there's, there's, there's talks out there that aliens, reptilians, these things, could, these things that can morph and take shape, shapeshifters. Things that you see on fucking mm. True Blood and on the WB. I'm not gonna go to the extent of saying that you know they've inhabited or they've they've infiltrated. You know, I'm not I'm not saying all of that because it it freaks me out to think that somebody that I potentially have known forever is an alien. You know, should you know you never know. What if they're really out there? I have so. I hate that I'm the one who's being who's the opposite here, the the skeptic here. But you're a fun sponge cynic. And I'm being the fun sponge, but. I, I have to I have to take a couple steps back here and take a look at the numbers, okay? <laughs> Let's take a look at it from a wide view, Frank. Go ahead, Sonny. Go ahead. <laughs> look, I, I I suspect that the reason why these things all look the same is because it's already in our consciousness that they look that way. So whether someone imagines it or someone actually sees something and then in their mind they 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 think it looks like this. I don't know. But if I say to you, um, or if anyone says at this point that they saw a dragon, we would all look. We would all have the same idea about what that what a dragon looks like, right? But dragons don't exist. But why do we all have the same idea of what dragons? Because it's been repeated Khaleesi. over and over. Huh? Khaleesi. All right, they do <laughs> exist. They do exist. <laughs> so for me, it's kind of like the same. Like this came into the consciousness at some point. I think I mentioned it in one show one or two seasons ago with this book from Whitley Strieber. He had a book called Communion, and this was the image that was on the cover of that book. And since then, this this took on the face of aliens. 
So anyone who said they saw aliens or were abducted or whatever, they all reported. And when I say all, I mean the majority. Okay, not, not literally all. There are some people who believe that they've seen aliens that look like people, but taller. The, the quote Nordic types. I don't know what kind of fantasy they're playing out there, but <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that, and I just sent you a picture because that's one type of species. <laughs> These are different types of species now of aliens. There's Draco, reptilian, gray, reptoid, and the chupacabra. <laughs> Damn it, man! They lost me with chupacabra. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna give you a story. I'm gonna share with the listeners a story. Of what happens Let us in, when you believe a little too Let much. Us in, Let us in, cynic. Have you ever heard of Heaven's Gate? No. Not in the form that you're going to tell me, at least. Yeah, I'm not talking about the religious thing. Yeah, I, trust me. <laughs> I know. I know. I remember Heaven's Gate because it happened in 97. Yeah, that's when I was uh, finishing up high school. Mm-hmm. So... This was a cult that was led by two, for all intents and purposes, you could consider them whack jobs, but they were actually quite quite good at what they were doing, uh, for sure. But their story that they were pushing was, was just like silliness, but whatever. The fact that they, they started the cult I think it was sometime in like the 70s. In the 70s, they started the cult, right? And um, they they went around the country and gathered followers. And eventually, one of the two died. And um, the one who was remaining, um, his name was Doe. Or at least he went by the name Doe. His real name was... uh, I don't remember right now. It doesn't matter. But these guys, their their whole story by the end was that they were preparing to leave this earth and their physical bodies to transcend into what they believed was the next life, let, let's say heaven, yeah, the, the real, real life or whatever, mm-hmm. right? And their method to do this transition was that they they believed that a ship was going to be coming. Yes, a spaceship. And the spaceship was going to be hiding behind Halley's Comet. Halley's Comet comes through every, I don't know how many years it passes by the Earth. In 97, I guess, it came by. And um, they said that their, their, their ship that was going to pick them up was hiding in the tail of that comet. And so they needed to be ready for when that ship came for them to be able to get picked up. So what they did was they committed mass suicide in some uh, bunker somewhere. All and, and, and these were people who were not just, they were not like all nut jobs. They were like doctors. There were um, teachers. There were some, uh, you know, art. It was just like, quote, normal people, right? Some of them with families. Look, there was there's an uh, there's a documentary right now and this is coincidental yeah before i knew about this documentary i i already was looking thinking of sharing this story it's on netflix and uh, it's about heaven's gate mm-hmm. and you can look at i think it's like four episodes and they interview one of the daughters whose parents both of them were in this cult and she describes how they leading up to this how they talked to her and told her that they would be leaving 
and all this stuff. And they ended up sending her to her grandma and they went with the cult and they committed suicide with the rest of them. And they left their daughter behind because that's how much they, you know, believed drank that Kool-Aid. Yeah. They even had a patch that they would wear. They had like a uniform and they had a patch and the patch said Heaven's Gate away team, away team, kind of mm-hmm. like Star Trek, you know, with when they have their away mm-hmm. team. These guys were totally like in it, bro. In I it. I want that patch. And <laughs> and uh, yeah, and in the end, they they made videos, final videos, and uh, went and they all drank poison, and laid down and and died with the belief that they were going to be transferred up to this ship, this UFO that was going to take. And them how do we know they didn't get there? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. How do we know they they didn't arrive, man? They promised to send an email and it hasn't arrived yet. I recommend checking that, at least reading the story. Actually, I'll send you the link because it's a fairly short article. This one is. That was was big news back then. Look, I think that's a little much, guys. All right. I'm not supporting any cults. I'm just saying there's other life out there, man. All right. But you can't go fucking nuts. And especially if you have a family and leave your family behind. Obviously, obviously, we all have to eventually go, you, you know, but let that be in, in its natural course. Let's not speed that up, you know, by drinking poison. Mm-hmm. Very selfish in that in that sense. But the power of belief, man, <laughs> it can make you do crazy <laughs> things. And I pose the question, how do we know that they didn't arrive? Uh, man, all I know is that that was a really sad story. Yeah. <laughs> that that 10-year-old girl... Had to watch both the parents tell them tell her that they're leaving, yeah, and send her off to to the, her grandparents. And uh, I mean, I don't know if she really if they told her that. I, I guess they just told her that she's they're leaving, you know, and not coming back. But probably didn't tell her how, right? Yeah. And when they went, uh, when the authorities or whatever got there, because uh, someone called in a tip, it must have been an ex member or something. And when they got there, they found all these people laying in these, you know, beds in whatever compound they were in. All dead. Why are there states or certain parts of the country that have more activity, quote unquote? Why, Why do we think that there's certain places in the country that get more attention than others? Do you think those people there, like there's something in the water? Idaho is the most... I never knew that. Idaho really? is the most. Yeah, Idaho, Montana, New Hampshire, Maine, New Mexico, Vermont, Wyoming, Hawaii, Washington, Connecticut are the states that have reported the most UFO sightings. And this is stateside. Yeah, why are most UFO re- sightings reported in the U.S. generally? Maybe maybe we're more special, Cynic. <laughs> of course you are. Yeah, Very special. Like little Timmy. <laughs> ah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I would guess that um, it probably has something to do with military bases. What do you mean military bases? <laughs> what? <laughs> Places where there are military bases or military bases are near. So they're um, mistaking the sightings higher, for military trials. Something that military is doing. Yeah. That would be my guess. I don't know how you went from hot to cold, man. It's, a, it's admirable, though, to see you. To see your your you know your transformation from being a hardcore believer. I told you. To, I told hey you. man, maybe it's the military. I told you how I went from hot to cold. The the evidence was bullshit. That's how. <laughs> the evidence was bullshit. Brother, we are a speck in that blanket. <laughs> you can't We're keep coming at me with that son. speck, son. 
All right? You're not going to fucking tell me that we're alone out here, bro. That should be enough. You know, I don't need any stories after that. And it's going to be interesting when we do the next UFO episode because now this is our recurring one. But I'm going to say the same <laughs> shit. Maybe I shouldn't have let the cat out you, the bag so early. Damn it. You and I can agree that the chances that we're alone are very low. You, We, we can agree on that. Where we disagree is on these bullshit stories of people taking shoddy ass videos from their balconies in Miami and saying that it's a UFO when it looks like it's a goddamn rocket launched be flying through clouds and fog. lie when I looked at it again it didn't, <laughs> didn't look like a rocket. <laughs> it looked like a rocket guys. I'm like man. Coño. Oye, ya vienen. Ya vienen el tipo. Yeah, I looked at it again. It looked a little shady, man. But listen, I don't want to believe. I want to make that clear. It's not like I want to w- want for this to happen, you know? I just think that with the evidence laid in front of me and common sense, which common sense, guys, is don't cross the street when cars are coming, all right? We should all have that. It's bam, bam, boom. But this is why for those people, don't be making shit up, bro. Don't be going crazy over little things because then you make the movement look bad and you're not going to get your patch in the mail. Cynic, let's hit these people <laughs> with the quote, man. Let's get the fuck out of here. Unless you have something else you want to say. Away team. Away team engage. I want that patch, baby. <laughs> So this is one of uh, Jim Carrey. I, I tried also to confirm that he really said this because we talked about that last week too. While you pull that up, let me qu- take a quick pause. I got to take a quick call real quick. Yeah, okay. Hola, quería hacer una onda para recoger, por favor. Un desayuno criollo. Y un cappuccino. Regular. Y la salsita verde que tienen, creo que una salsa. Sí, por favor. Eso es todo. Ok. A Frank. Sí. Ok, muchísimas gracias. Ok, chao. Make sure to leave that shit in. Con esa salsita verde que tienen ahí. That's just fine, man. Oh, I want that as a nugget at the end of the episode. Uh, you just placing an order randomly. See? Muchísimas gracias. Chao. Bendito. Why not South Puerto Rican all of a sudden? Bendito, nene. Bendito. So you were going to hit us with a quote before that. Yeah. Okay. So I did my best. La salsita verde. Sorry. sorry. <laughs> All right, go, go, go. Sorry. So like I said last week, I was going to bring this quote, but I also said I was going to check to make sure that it's from him. Talk to me. Right? My due diligence. Incredible. So I wasn't able to make sure that it was really from him. <laughs> but we're going to go ahead and go with it. All right? So Jim Carrey here, he says, No doubt there are reasons for your worries no one could dispute but that doesn't make them any less useless it's okay to let them go so basically what he's saying is that there's no doubt that you have reasons for all of the worries that you have he doesn't dispute that no one disputes that we all have our reasons for being worried about things but then he says that doesn't change the fact that those worries are still useless they bring you nothing the worries 
And so at the end, he says, it's okay to let them go. Let go of those worries. Man, I'm telling you, it's fucking guy. Fucking guy, <laughs> man. It's my guy. That's so dope. It reminds me of that quote, worrying is a down payment on a problem you may never have. True that. Okay, now this is a very famous quote. But remember when we said that there's people that you'll find things online that say that they were said by people and it was never said by them? They say that it was said by John Mayer. <laughs> that quote was not said by John Mayer, bro. I'm going to send it to you so you can see, man. Maybe he put it in one of his songs. But he didn't invent, thought, he didn't invent it. Yeah. All right, we're losing sight here. It. It's a beautiful quote. That's all I'm saying. It reminds me of that quote as well. But that just brings me to another point. The people online are assholes. Fucking John Mayer. And or lazy. And you need to stop because you're already like, hey, man, but maybe uh, he said it in a song. You're starting your UFO shit. No, no. I'm saying that if some lazy ass heard it in his <laughs> song, they may have just assumed that it was it. from him, one of his lyrics, even though he may have heard it somewhere else, but they don't look it up. They just assume, oh, John Mayer is freaking amazing. He's an amazing writer. He's a fucking poet. Check this out from this latest track. <laughs> Stuff, man. Yo, what you learned today, Cynic? <laughs> I learned that there continues to be no real proof for UFOs. Come on, bro. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. That's what I learned. I learned that there's nothing new to learn here. <laughs> I learned that Cynic is a hater. We love you now. <laughs> we love you. We out. Ba -ba -ba. <laughs> I learned that. <laughs> Dude, that shit says Joyce Meyer, not John Mayer. <laughs> Get John Mayer, look. <laughs> I had to do a double take. I was like, she on the pipe. We out here, man. Thanks for joining us. Take care of yourselves and each other. Catch y'all next week. Same time, same place. Bang, bang. Cheers. Because we talked about that last week, too. Well, while you pull that up, let me take a quick pause. I got to take a quick call real quick. Yeah, okay. Hola, quería hacer nada para recoger, por favor. Un desayuno criollo. Y un cappuccino. Regular. Y la salsita verde que tienen, creo que una salsa. Sí, por favor. Eso es todo. Okay. Frank. Sí. Okay, muchísimas gracias. Okay, chao. Make sure to leave that shit in. Con esa salsita verde que tienen ahí.